For a lot of legitimate reasons, like our jobs, our society today is very sedentary, our clients included. We know how sitting all day interferes with getting good results from our fat reduction treatments, but what about our butt sculpting treatments? What happens to our clients' booties when they sit all day? Well, their glutes can actually forget what to do. Our clients can develop gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, flat butt syndrome, pancake butt. Funny names, we know, but they describe a very serious gluteal condition that can prevent our clients from getting the butt they want with our non-invasive butt lift treatments, and you need to know about it. So with our Butt Sculpting Masterclass soon to be released, we thought it was critical to release this bonus podcast. So please stay tuned. We're giving you all the details about dead butt syndrome in today's episode. You're listening to the Body Contouring Academy's Proven Profits Podcast where you'll learn simple, actionable strategies from real-world, successful body contouring professionals to help you generate more revenue, realize the profits you want, and create the life you desire. Hi, I'm Shannon. And I'm Kay. And we're your hosts of the Proven Profits Podcast. Are you sitting right now, maybe in your car or at your desk? Let's admit it. All of us sit a lot, and a lot of us sit too much. After you hear today's episode, we bet you'll make every effort to avoid sitting every time you can, and you'll make every effort also to educate your clients to do the same. Because dead butt syndrome is a real condition, one that will interfere with your client's goals to shape, sculpt, lift, and enhance their butts. And since we're teaching advanced techniques and treatments in our Butt Sculpting Masterclass, these are things you need to know. If you haven't heard about our course already, we'll leave you a link in the show notes so you can learn some more. But Back to this bonus episode about dead butt syndrome. To understand how dead butt syndrome can develop and how it interferes with getting good results, today we're going to review the function of the three primary gluteal muscles. Then we'll uncover how much damage a sedentary lifestyle can do and how it can lead to that gluteal amnesia and dead butt syndrome. We'll move on to explain what exactly is gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, flat butt syndrome, and pancake butt. And then finally, we'll tell you how you can prevent and even reverse gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, and the rest for your clients. So let's get started. First off, you need a deep understanding of the three gluteal muscles and their functions. So let's start with the largest of the three gluteal muscles, the most superficial, the most outer muscle, and that's the gluteus maximus. It's the one you can see. It lies over the top of both the gluteus medius and the gluteus minimus muscles. 
it's the one that gives rise to the shape of the buttocks, which is why this muscle is so important in the non-invasive body contouring world. It runs at a diagonal slope, 45 degrees, covering most of each buttock, and it starts at the sacrum or that tailbone at the base of your vertebra and runs laterally, diagonally across each buttock till it reaches an area just below the trochanter on your femur. Now, the trochanter is that head that sticks out at the top of the femur, and it goes like right below that. Now, you use your gluteus maximus with any movement that takes your leg backwards and or out to the side of the body. So if you're able to, stand up now, put your one of your legs out backwards and rotate it, at, lift it up to the side of your body. You are using your gluteus maximus. Now, lack of exercise or even underutilizing the gluteus maximus muscle will cause it to weaken. And did you know that that can actually lead to lower back pain, hip pain, and stability issues? And when this large muscle is weakened due to that inactivity, it also can cause strain on smaller, weaker muscles that go in and try to act to compensate to move the body because the gluteus maximus isn't doing it properly or is doing it insufficiently. Now, the symptoms of dead butt syndrome and gluteal amnesia and the rest are most pronounced, as you might guess, with this large muscle, the gluteus maximus. So we're moving to the next size down and also the next muscle inward, and that's the gluteus medius. It's located underneath the gluteus maximus muscle and it sits on the side of the hip. So it's gonna start at the hip bone at the side of the body, and it runs just straight downward, narrowing along the way until it ends attaching to the trochanter, which is that head of the femur. From a side view, if you were to look at just the muscle, it has a fan shape with the wide top of the fan at the top and the narrow stem of the fan at the base. What it does is it works with the gluteus minimus to support the hip and it works with other hip muscles to move the leg out to the side and to rotate the thigh. So go ahead and do that if you're able to. Move your leg out to the side and rotate that thigh. You are using your gluteus minimus. It has a great impact on our pelvis, on the pelvic stability, and a weakened or underutilized gluteus medius muscle that one is the most is what most experts believe is responsible for the initial changes that lead to gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, and the rest. Now, most symptoms and the most pronounced is in the gluteus maximus, that big muscle, but most experts believe that the changes actually start within the gluteus medius. Now, the gluteus medius is really important for walking also. And here's another exercise to do. When you stand, um, stand with both legs and lift one leg in the air and you feel yourself keeping balanced, that is your gluteus medius at work. Try it and see how strong your gluteus medius feels. Try it for a second, if you can. Let's move on to the gluteus minimus. 
It too is triangular in shape like the gluteus medius, and it's a little smaller and lies underneath the gluteus medius near the hip joints. It also starts at the hip bone and connects downward at the femur. It is also shaped like a fan, just like the gluteus medius. So visualize this, you've got outermost, is the gluteus maximus and it's the biggest. And it's running from your tailbone all the way slanted down to your femur. Underneath the gluteus maximus is the gluteus medius, which runs more to the side of your hip and is shaped like a fan on the side of your hip. Below the gluteus medius, you have the gluteus minimus, which is also shaped like a fan, smaller than the gluteus medius. And the gluteus minimus, that smallest innermost muscle, works to pull the leg up, to swing the leg out away from the body, and with the assistance of the gluteus medius, it pulls the leg inward towards the, in, the middle of the body. And it works with the gluteus medius to help stabilize that pelvis. Well, now that you understand a little more maybe than you did before, what these three gluteus muscles are and what they do. Let's move on and take a look at how much damage a sedentary lifestyle can do to them at how gluteal amnesia and dead butt syndrome develop. You know, because our bodies are not designed to sit for long periods of time. So when our clients have to be seated for several hours a day or for prolonged hours, it's gonna lead to issues. And as far as sitting goes, the problems with the glutes starts with that lack of activity and that lack of stimulus. And there's four steps. Here, here we go. First, all three of the gluteus muscles weaken by hours of being in the seated position for just too many hours. Second, this weakening of the three muscles is followed by a process that's called Reciprocal inhibition. Now, reciprocal inhibition is just a fancy name for the process that describes this. There's a give and take relationship when you have different muscles on either side of a joint. And in this case, it's a hip joint. So when one muscle on one side of the hip contracts, a nerve signal is sent to the opposing muscle, that, that muscle group on the other side of the hip, hip to relax. Now, in the case of the glutes, the opposing muscle are the hip flexor muscles. Hip flexor muscles run from the lower back around our bodies to the front of the thigh. And the hip flexor is what brings the leg up in an upward motion, like in a sitting position. So when you're sitting down and that leg is bent at the knee and it's up, that's your hip flexor at work and it's contracting and your glutes are relaxing. So what happens is when your clients have to spend long hours sitting, their hip flexors have been contracting all that time while their glutes have been resting all that time. Now it's okay to sit for a while, but when sitting occurs over long periods of time, the glutes simply become weak. In fact, they're trained to be weak. It's like you're training them to be weak. And over even longer periods of time, the glutes actually forget what to do. That's the term gluteal amnesia. 
It doesn't stop there. Third, because everything is connected, it gets worse. When the glutes have become weak and have forgotten their function, other muscles around them have to work harder to compensate for the weak glutes. This can cause symptoms like back pain, knee pain, balance issues, tight hips, and even foot pain. Just think about all the people who have these types of problems. Could it all boil down to glute weakness, gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome? Possibly. Does make you think, doesn't it? Number four, after that happens, those weakened glute muscles that have lost their memory of their function also begin to lose mass and even change in shape and appearance over time. The buttocks can develop a flattened, flabby, or irregularly shaped appearance, and they no longer maintain that nice shape, lift, and curvature. So let's examine the conditions that occur as a result of this process we've just described, the conditions of gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, flat butt syndrome, pancake butt, and let's break each one down separately. Gluteal amnesia. This term is really the more technical and accepted name used to describe the condition in which the client has lost the ability over time to contract her gluteus muscles, specifically the gluteus maximus and the gluteus medius. Now the glute muscles go to sleep, you could say, and they lose memory of their function and they forget how to work in gluteal amnesia. Now there's many other names that are used to describe this same condition. Sleeping butt, dormant butt, sleeping glutes, gluteal tendinopathy, dead butt, lazy butt, dormant butt syndrome, flat butt syndrome. So you just need to be aware when you see these terms, you know it's that same condition as gluteal amnesia, as is dead butt syndrome, which we move to next. It's just another name for gluteal amnesia. They describe the same condition, but it does not mean the glutes are dead. It means the glute muscles are not working. And just like gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome occurs when our clients are sitting too long and their butts have literally forgotten what to do. What about flat butt syndrome? Um, we really don't need any description here because there's no mistaking flat butts. And your client may have one simply due to genetics. But gluteal amnesia also can cause a flat butt. So a flat butt can be an indicator of gluteal amnesia. It's going to be up to you to interview your client about lifestyle and genetics so that you can better tell um, the causation of the flat butt. Now, flat butt can be also used, or flat butt syndrome are other names that some people use to describe the condition of gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, etc. Finally, pancake butt. Well, a pancake butt is a flat butt, but it's a flat butt that's lost its underbutt. Now, an underbutt is a term that's used to describe that lower curve of the buttocks, you know, the one that divides the base of the butt from the top of the thigh. Now, a pancake butt can be caused by a loss of fat and muscle in the butt. 
And it can look like the thigh doesn't end, or it can look like the underbutt is there and just kind of a flabby hanging type structure. Pancake butt in and of itself is really not related to gluteal amnesia. It's really most commonly seen in postmenopausal women, but a pancake butt can be an indicator of gluteal amnesia or dead butt syndrome. So it's another case in which you'll need to interview your client about lifestyle, age, genetics to be able to tell more about the causation. Well, this all sounds super awful. We know, we know, <laughs> but we can do something about it. So let's take a look at how to prevent and even help reverse these conditions, gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, etc. We've now learned that these are all names used commonly to describe the same condition. Well, the actual condition must be diagnosed by a physician. And then if they really, your client really has an advanced condition, they'll need to be treated by a physical therapist. Now, body contouring professionals need to have a thorough understanding of this, and they need to be able to recognize a client who may be at risk of developing the condition or early on in the development of the condition or a client who has symptoms of having the condition. So you can see how this condition that's given so many different names can definitely interfere with our butt sculpting treatments and with being able to get the butt that your clients want. So now let's go over the steps to prevent and even help reverse these conditions of gluteal amnesia, dead butt syndrome, etc. The things that we not only need to know, but these are the things that we need to be teaching our clients. And there's six of them. First, proper posture while sitting. Did you know that something as simple as sitting straight up can help counter the effects of prolonged sitting? Number two, take an exercise break each hour. For each hour of sitting, your client should get up and move for five to 10 minutes to reactivate and keep the glute muscles from falling asleep. Some examples, just stand while doing the work. Walk around the office, do some stretching, even pace during a phone call. Number three, exercise while seated. So even while seated at work or seated while riding in a car, your client can do exercises to stimulate blood flow, work the glute muscles, lengthen the tight areas, and essentially wake that dead butt. Because even a small amount of sitting is gonna result in a dead butt. It's just not gonna be dead butt syndrome that's gonna stick around for all, all the hours of the day. So glute squeezes, tighten and release, tighten and release those glutes, hamstring stretches, stretch both those legs, pull your toes up, point your toes, pull your toes, point your toes. These are exercises that can be done while we're seated. Number four, stretch. Stretch daily. Make it at least once a day a habit. And it's unrelated to a workout, a stretch is. Now your client should target their chest, shoulder, hips, and hamstrings because these are the muscle groups that get shortened by prolonged sitting. Number five, 
Did you know sleeping in the fetal position is something that could actually increase the risk of gluteal amnesia or dead butt syndrome? So as much as you can when you're sleeping, avoid sleeping in the fetal position because what happens when you think about it, you're laying on your side, you're pulling those knees up, much like a seated position. In other words, you're flexing your hip flexors and you're relaxing your glutes. So you're shortening the hip flexors, lengthening the gluteus muscles, working against those gluteus muscles being strong um, and working. Number six, take the stairs. Stair climbing is one of the best exercise for our gluteal muscle group. So go up and down the stairs as much as possible. Don't take the elevator. It's one of the easiest ways to work the gluteus muscles. So what do you think? Kind of blows your mind that our clients' lifestyles have so much impact on the results of our non-invasive body contouring treatments, doesn't it? And the thing is, it's up to us to educate our clients so they understand it and they can take the right steps. That's how we can truly help them with our treatments, with our knowledge, and in educating them. It takes all three. Well, we sure appreciate you joining us today. We hoped we helped you grow and develop professionally. Signing off until next time, beautiful wishes. If you enjoyed the show, please find us on iTunes and leave us a review. Email us at bodycontouringacademy.com with any feedback, topic suggestions, or to offer to tell your body contouring success story. We love to hear success stories and learn about winning strategies. Visit bodycontouringacademy.com for tools, education, industry news, and cutting-edge articles. Thanks so much for listening and have a great rest of your week.